Hey there, Sports History fan. Arnie Chapman here from the Sports History Network. Now, before you jump into this episode, I wanted to share with you an exciting giveaway we have going on with Homefield Apparel. We have a digital $50 gift card to homefieldapparel.com for one lucky fan of the Sports History Network. All you got to do is head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash giveaways to sign up. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash giveaways. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. The Rose Bowl. The game that inspired the college football bowl season has a long and storied history. The stadium itself is 100 years old, and in celebration of it, Pigskin Dispatch is assembling some of the top historians and authors to share the memories, people, and events that make the granddaddy of them all the special game that it is. Enjoy this Rose Bowl memory from pigskindispatch.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of Pigskin Dispatch. Welcome to the Pig Pen, your portal to positive football history, and welcome to our Rose Bowl month as we look in the portal of history and all the great Rose Bowl memories that have happened for the last 100 and 100 years at the stadium, almost uh, 120 years of the Tournament of Roses football game, uh, East-West game at first, and now the Rose Bowl games. So just a tremendous uh, gathering of history, of football history at the collegiate level. And some of these stars went on to do some bigger and better things in football, but they sure made some memories at the Rose Bowl. We're going to talk about one of those today, which is a very important game, a very memorable play happened in this game. It's the 1929 Rose Bowl, the 15th game called the Rose Bowl. It happened on January 1st, 1929, Tournament of Roses game, one of the most famous plays in gridiron history with it. But we'll get to that in just a moment. Now, this 15th annual Rose Bowl game was pitting the Georgia Tech Golden Tornado, who later would become the Yellow Jackets, against the California Golden Bears from Cal Berkeley. Now, it would be the first appearance for Georgia Tech in the postseason bowl as they concluded the regular season with a great 13-0 win over Notre Dame and a 20-6 victory over Georgia in that sort of big rivalry game of the state of Georgia in college football. Now, initially, the bowl committee members desired to have USC represent the West, but they declined the invitation did Southern Cal to play as the winners of the Pacific Coast Conference. Well, next in line was a team that ended up having a scoreless tie with USC in their head-to-head competition meeting that year, and that's the Golden Bears of Cal. Now, the game was notable for a play that occurred in the second quarter. Cal's All-American center, Roy Regals, scooped up a stumpy Thomason of Georgia Tech fumble and ran in the wrong direction towards his own goal. Regal's teammate, Benny Lom, realizing the air, chased down Roy, steering him out of bounds uh, at the one-yard line before getting in the end zone. Actually, he steered him to get turned around and start heading the other way, and a whole mass of uh, Georgia Tech humanity crushed on down on him and tackled him about the one-yard line. 
This errant dash to destiny earned the heir apparent Cal Captain the dubious nickname of Wrong Way Regals. Now, the Bears found to play in the shadow of their own goalpost a little bit too risky on offense. So, as was common in that day, they chose to uh, find an easy way out, get out of danger by kicking the ball on first down. This choice did not go to plan as the punt was blocked by Tornado players Mary and Westbrook, resulting in a two-point safety. And these two early points and 2-0 lead by Georgia Tech proved to be pivotal in the outcome of this game, as you shall soon see. But the whole circumstance just crushed Regals. Great player, fantastic player, probably the best player on that team that year. You know, he was an All-American after all. And he was really down in the dumps, didn't even want to come out in the second half. Had to be convinced at halftime by his teammates to return to the game. And they were sure glad he did. Third quarter saw Georgia Tech move the ball on a long drive. It ended with a Thomas 14-yard dash to the end zone for six. However, Thomason's ensuing PAT kick, it failed. And score was eight to nothing. Well, Cal finally got a little bit of mustard to him, finding a little bit of rhythm. They storm back when Benny Lom threw a touchdown pass and kicks the extra point, making it 8-7. Regals finally got back into the game and contributed a block of a Georgia Tech punt in the second half. And these accolades by the Bears stars were not enough, though, as Tech would win the game by the final score of 8-7 as no further scoring was committed during that whole game. Now, Betty Lom was retroactively named as the Rose Bowl player of the game, uh, and Georgia Tech was retroactively named as a national champion by two organizations. All these came much later in years after this game of 1929, but what a great uh, Rose Bowl game this was. Great display of two of the top teams in the country, and 8-7 to seven score really goes to show that, and that famous play by Roy Regals. Uh, I think he regretted it all his life. We have a, a, a great interview that was taped years ago uh, when Mr. Regals was still with us. And uh, you know, just him talking about it, he could feel the frustration, disappointment in himself for that great play. But we all make mistakes. And we also have some great video coverage of this 1929 play, too, of the wrong way Regals run. And also some great uh, things from the Tournament of Roses parade and the football game. Some home footage there. You can find those on pigskindispatch.com backslash, I'm sorry, forward slash Rose Bowl history, forward slash 1929 Rose Bowl. Go in the search box, search for 1929 Rose Bowl. That should pop right up there. And you will also get the transcript of this podcast. So that's our great history for today. We have more Rose Bowl action coming at you all month long. We're going to try to cover as many of these Rose Bowls as we can. We have some great historians coming on for these episodes as you heard so far. Well, we got many more coming up here in the coming weeks, all the way to the Rose Bowl game. So make sure you check us out there and uh, your favorite podcast provider. Till tomorrow, everybody, have a great Gridiron Day. We have a great offer on some free audiobooks that we're giving away this month uh, through December 15th on Spies of the Sideline, the highest stakes world of NFL espionage by Kevin Bryant. He has given us two audiobooks to give away. We're going to do that by determining uh, our listeners that are most loyal, uh, people that are going to our newsletter the most often, signing up for our newsletter, emailing us, and DMing us on both Facebook and Twitter at Pigskin Dispatch on both of those. Also, we want to make sure you are aware that the 
hardcover copy of The Spies on the Sidelines, The High Stakes World of NFL Espionage by Kevin Bryant is available uh, as a great Christmas gift. You can buy it at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and Walmart. And uh, great stocking stuffer for that football fan in your life. Make sure you get a copy for Christmas today. We're taking a peek over at the chains and the down marker. It's fourth and long. We're going to have to punt the ball and get on out of here, but we'll have another series tomorrow for your football history headlines, so be sure to tune in. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleat Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. Pigskindispatch.com is a proud affiliate of the Sports History Network, the headquarters of sports yesteryear. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Do you wish you knew more about the 100 seasons of the NFL? You're in luck because you found the Football History Dude Podcast, where each episode is a journey back in time to learn about the rich history of the NFL. From the founding of the league in an auto showroom, all the way to what it is today, America's favorite sport and a behemoth of an industry. My name is Ernie Chapman. Football is my passion, and I want you to come along with me each week to explore the yesteryear of the gridiron. So hop on board, my DeLorean, and let's get this baby up to 88 miles per hour. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.